And good morning, and welcome to Things You Might Have Heard for the Friday edition here on um, the Conversation Project's website, uh, all our media sources, and maybe whether you listen to this in the podcast version on whatever pod you'd like to listen to. I'm Jay Clifford Payne. I'm going to bring for you in a moment the latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture from yesterday to get started for your day on this Friday. We are your go-to source of supplemental news, so we're going to give you both a good chunk of mainstream stuff that kind of give you a bit of extra perspective to it and some unconventional things that got missed in the mainstream stuff. So we're going to give you great news because you told us it's great. You help us vet the stories for every single morning. We'll get to those details uh, in a bit after we go through the full stories. But essentially, it's pretty simple. You follow us on our social media sites and we give you new stories to vote on, if you will, by engagement. You engage in the more stories. We'll pick those stories to chat up in the next morning. Now, on Monday morning, we're going to give you 10 stories from the top 30 stories of the weekend because there's a lot of stories to go through for the weekend. And you'll get a chance to vote those up all weekend long, every 50 minutes on our feeds. We'll talk it up in a bit. Right now, I want to remind you that our main website is this is the conversationproject.com. Visit that for more details on us. Let's get into the news today so we don't get too behind. It is Friday, May 19th, 2023, and here are eight stories vetted by you and curated by me for this morning's newscast. Let's get to story number one. The top story of the day, and this is one we posted kind of late, and we got some comments that this is late news. I literally heard nothing about this, but Pat McAfee is leaving a $120 million fan duel contract behind to join ESPN. Pat McAfee is basically a minor character in the world of uh, broadcast sports because unless you are a newer bro type guy, you probably don't know who he is. Uh, Pat McAfee is a former punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he's a media guy. He's a sports talk guy. He's a, he's a um, commentator. He does football games, all the stuff like like you do for sports stuff. But he has a very popular talk show, sports talk show. It goes in the daytime that because of the way things work now, you know, with the streaming thing and being on TV and having the visuals and whatnot and standing up and cursing a lot and having some irrelevant, uh, irrelevant, that word, uh, sort of interviews, uh, had a big interview with, um, with um, Aaron Rodgers uh, over some of the COVID stuff, if you will. Uh, he's leaving FanDuel after he left the spot with, with Sirius XM, after he left the spot a couple of times, uh, sort of shopping his, his, his show around, um, for uh, with $120 million on the table for the remainder of his contract, go to ESPN for what's essentially a branding deal. And, and his only real concession is he has to stop dropping F-bombs. Now, you can still watch him live for free on YouTube which is weird, so why would you have him on ESPN? ESPN is trying to draw in some viewers, and, and Pat McAfee is someone that is a lot of people, younger folks, are coming into. Since a lot of younger folks aren't really tuning into ESPN, they're actually watching the clips. And actually, ESPN is trying to join up and make a new streaming service for the cord cutters as well. They're doing their best to garner some attention. Pat McAfee may not be a big household name in your world, but in media, uh, he is right now a big deal. Also in big deal. This is one of a few stories that made little sense. It took us a few days to actually post something on it as we were following along. Still not quite sure what it means. Here's the headline we got from Deadline. So it's very long. Fox News says Laura Ingram will continue to be a prominent host and integral part, that's a quote, of network lineup as primetime changes are considered. That is considered. Now, early this week, there were a lot of things on Twitter, a lot of tweets going on that basically said, um, basically said that, um, Laura England was fired. There you go. 
Uh, but she wasn't fired. She's still on the air, still doing her shtick. What happened is, or is happening, is Fox News, after the move, we'll say, of Tucker Carlson leaving the 8 p.m. slot, not by his volition, is looking to do some shifts, looking to do some changes. In fact, they're looking to maybe moving Hannity up to the 8 o'clock slot. That's something that rumors has is, is happening. Will that happen? We'll see. Will Laura Ingham actually stay in primetime? We shall see. But with the shift in the TV news race, Fox still at the tops, although without Tucker at the 8 o'clock slot, he's not necessarily number one anymore, still pulling some eyeballs, but other folks are kind of wandering. They're looking to bring in the big guns to make sure that they are still on top. Who will take the 8 o'clock shot? The prime time prime spot. We shall see. Maybe they'll give it to Laura Ingram. Who knows? Who cares? A lot of people in the media care. Whether you like them or not, Fox News and what goes on over there is big time for what's going on in the media. Here's one, another one that took a little while to go back and forth. We had a lot of stories here that were kind of conflicted. Uh, a lot of things are people love the actual subject and people hate the actual subject. So some people want to roast them and some people want to love on them. Diane Feinstein didn't reveal serious shingles complications. So Here's an issue that came about from an interview, if you can call it that. Someone shouted a question at Diane Feinstein in a scrum uh, a few days ago. And basically, she sounded confused. She sounded tired. Basically asked, you know, are you back? Are you glad you're back to be voting? And she's like, what do you mean voting? I've, I've been here all along. And they were trying to get a statement from her, her office saying, well, she's been back for a week. So, yes, yeah, she's been here all along. But she still seemed confused and slow. The problem we had was not only did she have um, shingles and encephalitis, it led to a lot of issues with balance and vision problems, a partial facial paralysis. That's why the picture we have of her is so kind of janky and memory and language problems. She's also been experiencing mental acuity issues prior to her shingles diagnosis. Remember, the senator is 89 years old, so she was not a spring chicken to begin with. What that means for all those who are actually actually paying attention is the fact that because the mean median age of, of, of folks in Congress is somewhere around 70 years old, there's a lot of old fogies out there. And a lot of folks who were put on the science lines for various things, young and old. Uh, Senator F um, Fetterman, uh, he was out for months for depression. Um, of course, we know the senator from Kentucky, the good man from Kentucky, who, of course, had a fall and had some issues being gone for a while and basically ran the Senate with an iron fist uh, continuously because that what they're doing. It is what it is. It do what it do. It be what it be. Senator Feinstein has have already said she's not running for re-election. Already says, or people are saying they're lining up to take her job. Many of them actual allies to continue the fight that she's doing with California. We shall see what happens with that one. Megan Hall, who slept with police six co with police six co-workers, say that three times fast, accused colleagues of being gay after he turned <laughs> her down. So we're back to this story here. A police uh, uh, officer who was fired for essentially having sex with basically the entire department. Um, going back in a lawsuit in there is saying that there's a whole lot of stuff going deeper in this one. Claiming that she was abused and groomed by those above her to do this. But one of those accused has reported allegations of his own. That being Sergeant Lewis Powell, who was a 15-year-old veteran of the department, who um, said that... Um, Hall had a fetish for black men and asked if he could demonstrate how to pleasure her husband. That is what she, that is what said. Uh, Hall actually, or Powell actually, um, uh, 
Yeah. So uh, so essentially what happened in the process, Howland Powell lost her jobs after allegations around the wife swapping and hot tub parties emerged. Police chief uh, was later fired as well. Uh, there's a countersuit by Powell who said that um, he actually did not uh, take advances and was basically uh, told by um, Hall that he was gay for not going through with it. You can take that for what it's will. Go read the story because it's just really, really convoluted. This is one of those really juicy, gossipy, nutball stuff that we like to throw out there that nobody's talking about. This is live. This is true. This is real. However, it's one of those truth is really, really strange and fiction things that is interesting and sometimes good for a little bar talk as you go. Maybe not so much bus talk, but bar talk. Definitely. Let's move on to story number four from the morning. Colombian president retracts claim for missing indigenous children found alive in Amazon after plane crash. So the grand story that was that the four children in the plane crash survived and were found after exhaustive uh, search is pulled back because it's not quite true or whatever it is. Uh, three adults died in a plane crash. Four children are still missing from the plane crash, but four children were not found after uh, a few weeks of surviving off rainwater and fruit and things like that. They're still looking very hard, very desperately for these children, and it's going to be a big search until they can find some proof of life or death. But the miraculous story that we've been talking about all week long, not quite so miraculous at the moment. We shall see if this comes out to a good conclusion or if we the worst parts are actually feared. Family drama on the high stakes level. Priscilla Presley and Rally Kalo Kio, I always mess up her name, reach settlement and fight over Lisa Marie's trust. Priscilla Presley and Riley Kio have reached a settlement, per what I said a moment ago, and Ron Stroman, Pris Priscilla's lawyer, told reporters that everyone is happy with the settlement. Lisa Marie Presley's $1 million life insurance policy will be included in her estate tax, but if the, it was owed by life insurance trust, but if it was owned by a life insurance trust, $400,000 would go to her trust beneficiaries instead of Uncle Sam. Priscilla claims she didn't know about the 2016 amendment to Lisa Marie's trust until after her death, but a friend of Lisa Marie's told people that she knew that what her wishes were. So there's that dispute. Also, Priscilla wants Raleigh to be uh, the sole trustee, but Raleigh doesn't want Priscilla to butt in. A source close to Lisa Marie's ex-husband, Michael Lockwood, said Priscilla remains close to Michael to, quote, be a part of her grandchildren's life. Riley is trying to be an actress and she's a mother. She's trying to deal with her own life and doesn't want to be dealing with Priscilla and the money issue. So, but we have right now a settlement where everyone is happy with the way things play out. Money and estates, taxes and estates and deaths are always complicated. So the best thing I can say to you, although not a lawyer, is talk to a lawyer. Get this thing's fooled out in writing beforehand. Pale male. A red-tailed hawk who nested above New York City's Fifth Avenue for 30 years dies at the age of 33. Check out the link on this one and celebrate the life of Pale Mel, who was a staple in Central Park uh, for 30 years, it was. Uh, this is a big deal for people. I knew a lot of people um, in my internet travels who uh, who worked around in media around the New York City area for times, and then he, they basically said how big a deal Pale Mel was. This may not seem like such a, a big sort of thing, but as a tourist attraction, one of those things that people know about, though those in know are, uh, he lived and nested on a 12th floor uh, Ritzy apartment building, and he was there all this time, sitting there since 1993. 
congratulations for all those who had a chance to see him majestically flying across the skyline. And we are, of course, all at a loss for this institution. And finally, Christian Amanpour, backed by CNN colleagues after network criticism. This is another story that we took a couple days to post something on because it went back and forth. Christine Amanpour did an interview where she talked to um, people about Chris Lick and his decision to do the town hall with Trump, with Donald Trump and to let Caitlin Collins do that. And the fact that at the first moment that he would have dropped a nasty bomb at her, that being Christine Amanpour, she would have cut the mic and went to commercial and then just walked upset. She was very, very harsh on the actual town hall and how it played out. Of course, we've heard in the rumors and innuendo that people in the background at CNN thought the same thing. And so she's being backed by folks at CNN saying that the idea was not a great one. Go deeper into the story and go deeper into the, you know, controversy that is putting a newsmaker on TV, knowing that newsmaker is a big fat liar and being what you get, getting what you get on that end. We're going now to our teaser story for today. So technically it's for Monday. This is a new story that we could talk about come Monday if you deem this one one worthy to do. How does that happen? Actually, very simple. You go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Every 50 minutes or so, we post news stories, headlines from various sources, all sorts of sources. Some you probably aren't going to like very much, but there are various ways, various visions, various ways that things are presented by the other stories, by the other uh, uh, networks. For example, like Fox headline and a CNN headline or totally different stories are on the same story, come out with totally different sort of views on it. Then you read the story and you can read for yourself and get the bits and pieces. This one is pretty simple. From Reuters, TikTok users file a lawsuit to block Montana ban. Montana has banned the use of TikTok for everyone in the state. No one even knows if that's even possible. No one thinks that's legal, which is why users of TikTok in Montana are suing the state to unblock TikTok from Montana. If you think this is one we're going to be chatting up for a bit, you just engage in the story as you see it in the feeds. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. The higher the engagement, the more I know this is a conversational topic, there you go, and the better chance we have of making this one of the 10 stories we talk about on Monday morning. It is just that simple. Let's go to today's sponsor. We're going to talk about the Blinkist app. For people who like fast news, and sometimes this news isn't as fast as it ought to be, we're working on that. People like fast news also want to get their information in other places fast. Blinkist can help you do that. Catch up on all the great nonfiction and autobiographies that you've been missing out on using the Blinkist app. Blinkist takes the gist of a story, gist of a autobiography, the gist of a nonfiction book, uh, self-help, history, whatever, and writes them up as blinks, as literally the big topics of it. No fluff, just the main topics of them in summaries. You can listen to these in audio versions, or you can read them, or you can do the, the, the same together. I listen and read at the same time and do some write-ups for another uh, video podcast thing I do that goes into Blinkist books and reading more books. This is how I get a chance to read a book basically before work and after work at at will. Been a little busy lately, so that's up in the real um the, the real schedule, you know, the tornado and everything, but it's a way to get more books down quicker and faster and stop having the excuses. And they're, they're updating the library every single day with newer books as to get a chance to get them right, get the rights 
break them down and give them to you. Check them out at thisisaconversationproject.com slash Blinkist. Thisisaconversationproject.com slash Blinkist. And the best part about this is you get a two for one. You can share your love for fast books with someone else and two people can get the work of the app for the price of one. Go to our sponsors page at our main website and see some other sponsors. But check out today's sponsor, small affiliate link or affiliate link. So small cashback from this one is called Blinkist. Now, the Conversation Project lives at this is a conversationproject.com. Go to our website and find out more about what we do, more things that we do, other projects, other audios, and other video things we do. Follow us on TikTok and YouTube and Facebook and all those things. Find out about our other programs, such as the weekly wrap-up and the You're Welcome po- uh, podcast slash commentary. F- links to our newsletters and all those things. Plus, if you deem what we're doing, you know, worthy, if you will, like Thor and Millionaire, you can help us out to go to our partnerships page at our website and see if there's a way that you want to help them partners up to keep things going on. We had a couple people popping in, in the live comments. I unfortunately can't actually see them while I'm, while I'm doing this because the font's really, really tiny. Uh, so we thank you so much for joining in live, whether you're positive or negative, we need the feedback. We need the love. We're glad to have you here. Even if you're a little cranky in the morning, this guy seemed to be a little bit cranky and said, bye-bye. Hopefully he'll try us again next week, but try us again. If you're here for a new, this is a new thing to you, new for the first time, try us again, see what you like. And the whole Jim Rome thing is, you know, give us a week, then give us another week, then give us another week because we pretty much aren't going anywhere. So you, you kind of have to kind of stick with us. We're going to be here for a while. That is our intention. And once we do all this stuff and the salesy stuff and do all the promotion and try to ask for the money thing, the PBS, the, the pledge stuff, we have some fun on the back end. So let's go to the fun part. And let's get into it, shall we? Starting off with today's birthdays for May 19th. Something you may not have heard. These people are celebrating a birthday. Grace Jones, the fabulous, the statuesque, the somewhat mysterious still. Grace Jones, 72 years old today, and she can probably still kick your butt. I would bet so. If she's running for president, she's got my vote 300 times. Those other old guys, screw it. Although Grace Jones is British, so I don't think that's going to work. Michael Che, 40 years old from Saturday Night Live. No one knows whether Michael Che is sticking around on the show. Uh, rumor has it that he's been trying to work his way out, do something for a while. Also, same thing for Colin Jost, his, his co-host for the Weekend Update. But we shall see if we get more Che coming forward for another season of Saturday Night Live. Right now, they axed it in this season for this writer's strike. We'll see if they're still doing this come next year. And happy birthday to everyone's favorite lesbian, Jojo Siwa, who is 20 years old today, so still not quite old enough to um, drink and still not quite old enough to, to smoke, but she can vote and she's got our attention and everybody's in a love-hate relationship with her because of who she is. Of course, she had a story a few weeks ago about her butt dialing her dad while she was in having um, relations. That was interesting. Um, and we just, you know, we still love us some Jojo Siwa. Although, to be honest, in this household, we're really, really glad we're not uh, hostage to all the JoJo Siwa we were when she was still singing Boomerang and had all the bows and before that other stuff. Because it drives me crazy. Let's talk about history today. On the 19th of May, 2023 is today. Let's go back in time. 1310, shoes were designed specifically for the right and left foot for the first time since the fall of the Roman Empire. So apparently the Romans had it right, and then people gave up on it, and someone decided in 1310, let's do what the Romans did. 
Thank you very much. In 2011, Katie Couric, the first regular solo anchorwoman of the network evening newscast, of an network evening newscast, signed off the CBS Evening News for the last time after five years. Now, this is sort of a weird, controversial point because Katie Couric left the Today Show where she was the co-host and the perky, cute, um, sort of chatty-up person and then went to CBS News to be a serious anchorwoman to go to Yahoo News and do uh, lifestyle stuff and then to disappear, essentially, from the world. She pops up in various things. I'm sure she has something online. But, you know, the the gold, the push to serious did not last very long uh, for five years as the anchor at CBS Evening News. And in 2018, American actress Meghan Markle married Prince Harry at a ceremony in Windsor Castle, making her a member of the British royal family. Although she's like a part-time member or a non-working member, and Harry's kind of out went out with his family, and no one really knows what's going on, and including the little car chase they had this earliest week that wasn't a car chase. Um, I don't think this is working out as well as Meghan Markle thought it was going to. I think she had princess dreams. And those princess dreams became um, sort of a prince realities that aren't quite working out. Happy anniversary to Meghan and Harry. Hopefully it's less dramaful than the rest of stuff going on. We want to celebrate today, and today we're going to celebrate your elected officials today. This was just on the list of things of, of the day to celebrate, so that's what we're going with. Just work with me here. Your elected officials are normally doing a good job. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. Some of them are in Congress just t not talking nonsense, unless that's what you want them to do. And some of them are out there fighting the trenches, saying things that are not being said that should be said and fighting the fight for you. Uh, our local elected officials, well, we have to, I've had to meet a bunch of them uh, recently because... You know, there's a tornado went through my, my neighborhood and tore up my house. So there's a lot of people who are working to make sure that the people are safe and people are taken care of. So I've met a lot of my local met, local officials. And it's the first time I've actually had this much interaction since I worked in radio news. And I, I talk to them every single day. And they are doing a great job. I look at our national officials and scratch my head sometimes, including uh, that guy, Brandon, who I voted for because the alternative was kind of kind of sucked. This is a day to celebrate your elected officials by giving them a call. Give them a call. Speak your mind. Send a bunch of emails. Tell them what's going on. Don't do anything crazy because we've seen a lot of crazy lately. But uh, celebrate your elected officials by making sure you're reaching out and touching them. Not physically, just, you know, metaphorically in those senses. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard for today. According to the 2,100 adults surveyed, pretty big number. 49% of Americans who have taken a vacation have felt vacation shamed by their co-workers or worse, their employers. And one in five of those adults have taken a shorter vacation as a result. The reason for these shamed vacationers is to feel they're being shamed. The reason for these shamed vacationers to feel they're being shamed, not exactly written very well, is because they think their co-workers aren't happy about taking on extra work because their workloads are already so big. So a lot of people in here, especially in America, don't use their vacation days. I'm one of those guys because when I'm away, things go wrong that I have to fix when I come back. That always happens. And so there's, this survey says that people think other people are essentially shaming them for extra work. And that's probably a very fair comparison of what's going on. You should take your vacation days. You earn them. They are compensation. Take them all. Do as I say, not as I often do. But... 
I often do check news stories every day, and we want you to do the same thing as well. So do as I do for that one. Today, we wrap up our Friday, May 19th edition of 2023 of this podcast, videocast, whatever cast. However you're getting the cast, thank you so much for being a part of the um, the shizzo for us today. Uh, we want you to know that we love doing this. I love doing this. This is something that I have literally told people is what keeps me sane and what keeps me from when I go to work not wanting to murder so many people because I get a chance to do some work like this. So thank you so much for uh, supporting what we're doing. The most important thing you can do is to stay hydrated, stay limber and on task so you can be here and be here with us. Follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter so that you can help me figure out the stories to do. It's the interactive part of this one. Check out our website for some of the other things we do. Let me know which ones are good, which ones are not. Uh, because of the way things have worked out, we are doing some overhauling of a lot of stuff and some things must go and be, be, be rejiggered. We're also trying to work on a shorter, pithier version that's really just the the pill version, the, the back down version of the new stuff without the commentary. But the commentary, I think, is what makes some things going. Plus the fun stuff. I love the fun stuff. We're working a lot of things behind the scenes, so let us know how that works. And if we deem us worthy of any of that or want to, you know, basically force me my hand to do other stuff, check out the website, thisisaconversationproject.com, and go to the partnerships page and let me know what we should partner up to do, and I will do as much of it as possible. In the meantime, as I said, we're going to post news stories. We're already posting news stories every 50 minutes. And we're going to do this thing for Monday morning where we'll give you 10 stories on the top 30 stories of the whole weekend, starting at midnight today, going to about 4.45-ish on Monday, Central Time. So that's, um, you know, 24 hours plus an extra five for the day. Those top 30 stories we'll look at. We'll pick 10 of those stories, present them to you here with some sales stuff, with some um, promotion stuff, and the fun stuff for Monday. So tune in, get your day started. Make sure you check out our newsletter if you want to get this much faster. Check it out as a podcast if you don't want to see my, my ugly mug going forward. And check out the news. Don't be a stranger to news in different forms, in different fashions, and different sources. Because sometimes you need to know what they're saying so that you know what they're saying. With that, good luck and goodbye for the week.